Welcome to the Single and Strong Podcast. Ladies, if you've been busy creating a life and suddenly found yourself single, or you've been single for a while and you often let yourself feel overwhelmed from living life on your own, you're definitely in the right place. As a single woman, you're dealing with a lot. You have bills to pay, a job that demands a lot of your time, kids to care for, and perhaps you're dealing with a toxic ex you try to co-parent with. But somehow, you're also supposed to look put together, find time for self-care, and let's not forget, add dating into the mix. No wonder you're feeling overwhelmed. My name is Lori Linford, and my mission is to help you lean in and hit your stride as a single woman in a strong and intentional way. I want to teach you how to once and for all stop looking over your shoulder at your past and instead look ahead at the beautiful, abundant life you have, even if it's a life you didn't plan for. Each week, I'll share stories, tools, tips, and more so you can learn how to enjoy and fully embrace your single status, create that new blueprint for your life ahead, and have more gratitude for this phase of your life. Thanks for joining me. Now, let's do this. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Single and Strong Podcast. My name is Lori Linford and I'm your host. It's so great to have you here. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, I just want to say thank you for joining me. I so appreciate all of the listeners that are coming in and listening to our great episode. Thank you to all of you who have left reviews, shared the podcast with your friends or family members, or even just left five stars, you know, with no text messages at all. I absolutely appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. It really is how others find us here. So if you like this episode, it's really pretty simple to rate or review or share. If you click on the three dots in your podcast interface, it will give you different menu options to share or review. So check that out. If you enjoy this episode, I'd love it if you shared it or reviewed it with your friends. That's a gift to me that I really appreciate. Also, thank you so much for the notes and messages I've been receiving on Instagram and on Facebook. Our Facebook group, Single and Strong, has been growing and I'd love it if you join us over there. We're building a community of awesome single women. We're talking about lots of different things. We've already talked about loneliness during the holidays and setbacks or triggers during the holidays. So I'd love it if you joined us over there. To find that group, you can go to my website, laurielinford.com slash Facebook group. It's a great thriving community and we're growing. So I'd love to see you over there. All right. Now that those thank yous are out of the way, let's move on to today's episode. You guys, can you even believe we are nearing the end and wrapping up 2021? It has been, to me, such a fast year. It has blown by probably because coronavirus and the pandemic has really made 2020 slug along. I feel like 2021 is just surged by and I know that we're still living full on in a pandemic and we're dealing with a lot of different things. But this year has just blown me away at how fast it's gone. I can't believe that we're already looking towards 2022 and I'm looking forward to it with a lot of enthusiasm and bright eyes. I'm really hoping for a lot of changes and I'm hoping we can get through this pandemic and things will maybe start to settle down and get us back to normal. Um, One thing you guys need to know is this episode is dropping on Wednesday, December 22nd and it's my birthday. Yes, it is. So I kind of have a little bit of extra energy today per se. You may feel it. 
Uh, I'm not usually like all in on my birthday. My birthday is so close to Christmas. It's not usually a big thing to me. But last year I celebrated my 50th. And on Wednesday, I'll be 51. So I am embracing every change that's coming with it, all of the wisdom and all of the awesomeness that I have been learning over the years. And so I am thrilled to be celebrating my 51st birthday with you. This podcast is as much for me as it is for you. This journey has been an idea in my head for 10 plus years. Wondering what it looked like, wondering how I wanted to do it. I always knew I wanted to help single women after my first divorce. And all my life, I've been living in two worlds and it's kind of held me back. Um, Something I want to share with you guys is all of my life, I lived with wondering who I was because I kind of had my feet in these two different worlds. I, I watched my parents and I myself have friends who are very religious and very in the LDS community here. And I also have friends who are beer drinkers and cuss as well as my parents. My parents had the same type of crowd that they ran with. So I really learned to enjoy both worlds here in Utah where I live. And it's really been a journey for me after the divorce too, to really embrace who I am and what I stand for and what my beliefs are. And I'm definitely not a cookie cutter person. I really am a take what I want and what feeds me and what helps me grow and what helps me turn into the person I want to be. And today's podcast is both about embracing who I am and also sharing with you how I embrace being single and maybe make suggestions to you on how you can look at embracing being single, okay? The real me swears. There are even some F-bombs thrown in there on occasion, not in front of my daughter, but that's who I am, right? I enjoy a drink here and there. I go to church on occasion. I'm a great person. I am embracing everything I am, my story, and I'm sharing this with you because I want you as single strong women to learn how to embrace who you truly are. Drop the masks, drop the role that you played as a married woman or as a person in a relationship and really own who you are as a single woman. Take it from me, a now 51 year old, I lived too long trying to be everything to everybody in every way possible. And I just ended up being unhappy in so many ways. So for all of you who don't know me well, I ask you to love and embrace who I am. And if you choose not to, that's absolutely okay. That's your business because part of people is knowing that they're not all our people, right? So let's move on to today's episode, okay? This episode really is a birthday gift to myself, sharing the real me with the world and the reasons why I love being single. So let's start, okay? Number one, I can stay home on special holidays or days that I want and I don't have to feel bad for it, all right? Like I said, my birthday is Wednesday and I don't have my youngest daughter and my older kids are out of the house. My 18-year-old lives with me and she has a life of her own. So you know what? I am planning on doing absolutely nothing on my birthday. My daughter asked me tonight, mom, what are you going to do on your birthday? And I told her nothing. I don't have plans. I don't plan on doing anything. I actually just want to sit home and work on some things that I want to work on. 
I am comfortable with being single and on my own. And she looked at me like, what are you talking about? And to the outside world, that may sound really sad, right? Oh my gosh, you're staying home alone. You're going to be alone on your birthday. Check yourself right there. How did you feel when I told you I was going to be alone? Did you feel bad for me? Because really, it's not a bad thing. I purposely planned this. I have a few more days this week without my daughter, and it'll be great to enjoy some time without her. But for my birthday, my gift to myself is to just sit, and it'll be great, okay? Number two, I can sit in the bathtub for an hour or more with no one to nag me to get out. I can, and it's so amazing. Some of you may not be bath people, but I love baths. I love reading in the bathtub. I love learning about new things when I'm reading my books or reading on the internet. I like to research questions that pop into my head, whether it be about being single, whether it be about space, because my daughter and I talked about it. It's just a time for me to check out and relax, and it's really therapy for me. So I love doing that. It's the best thing ever. (laughs) Okay, number three, I can eat what I like when I like. It's so awesome. Both of my ex-husbands were picky eaters. It was so frustrating. My first husband was like a meat and potatoes guy. And my second husband loved deep frying things and eating mac and cheese and pasta, which is not good for the waistline, let me tell you. And I can have a salad one night. I can eat oatmeal or a bowl of cereal if I like. I can eat at eight o'clock at night or I can eat at five o'clock at night. I can really, yes, I have to feed my kids, but I can really do whatever I want. And it's such a blessing. Next thing, number four, guess what? We can decorate how we want to. Single women, we we don't have to check in with anybody on what they like, on what colors they like, anything. My first husband was a huge 49ers fan and he wanted an entire basement filled with 49ers stuff. It was a constant moment of pressure when we discuss when we finished our basement because he wanted to just fill it with all of his football stuff. My second husband, He had this bachelor recliner couch. So it was a couch looking thing, but two of the seats were recliners and the middle thing was a fold down drink holder. And he wanted that in our main like living area. That was the first thing that people saw when they walked into our open floor plan. And I was like, no, this isn't a bachelor pet. (laughs) We're not having your leather recliner sofa in our living room. And it was a point of contention. And I love decorating my house. And that was not aesthetically pleasing to me. So I can put curtains up. I can paint. I can wallpaper. I can do whatever I want. I can put plants, pictures. I can choose anything I want. So remember that you can decorate however you want now and make the space your own. It's so amazing. Okay. Number five, I can dream whatever I want to. And it isn't absurd. You guys, if you want to live by the beach and dream about it, yes, do it. Start your own company and podcast? Yes, I did it. I dreamed it. I would have probably been shot down by my first husband for any of these dreams. And you know what? I can do it. And I'm doing it now. And I have my own coaching company. And it's amazing. So start dreaming. You're on your own. You don't have to run them past anybody. You can be in the moment and dream whatever you want. Number six, I can keep my house and my yard as clean or as dirty as I want to. This is such a gift to me. In my first marriage, every Saturday, we would wake up, clean, thoroughly the house, which means dusting everything, dusting our wood shutters in every single room, 
It was a 4,000 square foot house. Mopping, vacuuming, all of the bathrooms top to bottom, washing everybody's bedding. And then outside, we had just over a quarter acre. We'd rake all the dirt from our flower beds. We would weed, mow the lawn, edge and trim. And we did this before we did anything fun as a family. It was expected. My first husband suffers a bit, I think, with OCD, but he could not relax unless this was done. Now, if I want to keep my house dirty and not vacuum for three weeks, I don't have to. I mean, I don't like to live in a pigsty by all means, but I was an obsessive person too, trying to keep our house and home clean for the when my ex-husband came home. My daughter, who's 18 now, when she was about seven, in elementary school, they make cards for their moms for Mother's Day and they have these pre-filled areas, right? So like it says, I love my mom because, and then they write it in. If I could give my mom anything on Mother's Day, they write it in. And Ellie's message in there was, if I could give my mom anything on Mother's Day, I would give her her own house so it didn't get dirty. Wow. If that was not an eye-opener, to what our life was like. That was right before our divorce and my life has been messier ever since and lived in and lovable and I enjoy every second of it. All right, number seven, I can enjoy better sex. What? We really can. I mean, depending on your values and your structure and all of that, you can enjoy better sex with different partners and you can explore different things. My first marriage, our sexual relationship was mostly about him. I wasn't having orgasms. A lot of it wasn't about me. We didn't take time in the bedroom. I got to where I didn't even like him touching me. I wouldn't take off my shirt. I didn't want to kiss him. It was the most unhealthy sexual relationship. And it stuck with me for a while. My second marriage, I learned a lot more. I learned what great sex was all about. But he stopped wanting to be intimate right after we got married, which changed and altered things. So I have had a few relationships where I've got to really explore and do things I want to try and be myself and really be vulnerable and open. Because in my first marriage, if I was like that, he'd want more and then sex was a chore and then I felt like it was controlled. So I didn't really like it and I didn't act like I liked it because I didn't want to be controlled in that way. And my second marriage, he was insulted if I recommended I get a vibrator because we weren't having sex. So one thing I've enjoyed a lot about being single is that in relationships I've had, I've had much better sex and it's been great. Think about that. That's one big plus for me. All right, number eight. I have finally learned how to make myself a priority. You guys, this was not my nature. I didn't know how to do it. I loved giving. And we've talked a little bit about codependency. My favorite thing was doing things for other people. I would sacrifice myself a ton. When you don't have a husband, there's no one else you have to please or nurture or bend to or come together with. It really is just about you and you have more time to give to yourself. Think about this analogy. My daughter is five, she's in kindergarten, and when they're good, their teacher puts a marble in their jar. And when that jar is full, they get to have a marble party, okay? And when I think about caring about yourself and making yourself a priority, this is how I do it. Picture everyone in your family, your ex when you were with them, 
and your kids, if you have any, your job, your parents, picture all these jars lined up in a row. And if you're the type of person that gives to everybody else, put a marble in the jars for the things you do or think about for other people. So for example, my day when I was married, I would think about what would he want for dinner? He's not going to want those shoes there. I need to clean them up. He's not going to want that in the living room. I need to move this over here because he won't be able to see the TV. Oh, I can't leave the stuff out in the garage because he's going to want the kids' bikes cleaned. Like everything I did throughout the day was thinking about my husband or my kids. None of that was given to me. So now I put marbles in my jar a lot. Like I'm going to sit in the bathtub or... If I'm in a relationship and I want to have great sex, I'm going to call my boyfriend. Or if I want to go out for a walk and just clear my head, I'm going to do that and not feel bad about it. I fill up my jar with marbles so much more than other people. And being single has really taught me how to do that. And I'm so thankful for that. Okay, so what have I learned? Lori, you're 51 now. You've been single for five years. What have you learned? I have learned how to explore different things, like joining groups, groups about building businesses or writing. I've joined so many fun groups where I do things and I meet people. I've created a coaching business and created this podcast. I want to write a book. I want to start public speaking. I'm starting to dream. It's really just been such a gift being single and being able to focus a lot on myself. I've also learned that being on my own and slowing down and examining my life and my feelings, I call that cocooning, by the way. I, I'll use that a lot here on the podcast. Cocooning has taught me so much more by being on my own than I ever would have learned being married or with somebody. As a single mom, I had to plan time for myself. Plus, I've got visitation, so the kids go with their dad and that gives me extra time. It's been great. I've also learned I can do this financially on my own. It's been amazing. And you know what's so funny about it is I don't think people like it, especially my ex-husband. We had a talk about our daughter's wedding and I had just purchased my home and put all of my savings into the down payment. And my daughter's wedding was pretty quick. They had a quick engagement and I explained to him, I need you to help right now and I'll figure it out and I'll pay you back. And he was like, I'm not paying for your stuff. You have to pay half. And I was like, yes, but I have no savings right now. I've just dumped it all into my home. And he says, well, it's not my fault. You chose to stay single and live on your own financially. And I realized, oh, you don't like that I can financially make it on my own. And really that is the biggest reward for me to get out from under him and his control with money and the way he would do things. That's a whole nother episode in itself. But we learn as single women that really we can figure it out and we can do this financially on, on our own. And it's a great reward. I've also learned to ignore what other people say. When I broke up with my then boyfriend who became my second husband, I broke up with him. After a few months of dating, my mother told me, Lori, I just hate to see you be alone. You're 42, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I thought, yeah, she's probably right. I'm getting up there and I probably shouldn't do this on, on my own. And he's a great person, et cetera, et cetera. And I looked over some things that were happening. And 
we ended up getting married and needless to say, as you know, the marriage didn't work out. And we all need to learn to ignore what other people say. Our communities, the public, society in general, they all say we should be with someone, we should be married. That's the way you do life. And really to be a single woman in this environment is just showing people we've got the guts to do it on our own because we're not going to tolerate less. And I've learned that we can do that. So I absolutely want you to learn that on your journey as a single woman because I have. All right. So that's all I had to share today on my birthday, 51 years old. And now I want to ask you, what do you love about being single? What have you learned? What are you grateful for in your single life that makes you so happy that you didn't have when you were in a relationship with your partner or your husband? Write it down. Grab that notepad, grab a piece of paper and write it down. That way, when you really hit the skids and you're sad, you can look at it and be like, you know, I have so many things I'm thankful for. It's such a blessing to me some nights to just roll over in my big fat king size bed, sleep however I want and not worry about my husband farting and making the room stink or snoring and keeping me awake. I can snore. I can snore now. I can, I can enjoy all the space in the world. And it's such a gift to me to really just embrace being single. I hope that this episode rocked for you just so that it can pull your brain out of the mode of all the things you're missing while being single and really find all the things that you enjoy and love about being a single amazing woman because you really are amazing and I'm so thankful to have you here and send me a message. I would love to hear from you guys, get to know you better. Thanks so much for listening. And if I'm not here next week, it's because I decided to take time with my family between the holidays, but I have a feeling something's going to hit me and we'll record another episode for you. So until then, I will see you guys. Stay strong, mama. Be so big. Enjoy this next week. Enjoy every second of the holidays and smile because what a gift, right? What a gift to be enjoying who we are with our family and friends this year. And I just want to say thank you so much. I love you guys. And we'll see you next time. Okay, mama. So are you ready to live your life in a big way? because I'm absolutely ready to help you. Start by subscribing or following the Single and Strong podcast by clicking on the plus sign in Apple or the subscribe button in Spotify to be sure you're notified about all of my new episodes as they release. I've got lots of great content coming up and you don't want to miss it. Also, if you love this episode, please share it with friends that you think should hear it. And of course, Leave me a review. These reviews help the podcast be shown to more people when they're searching for single support. So please share the love. I'd be super grateful. And finally, go follow me on social media at Lori Linford and join our Facebook group, Single and Strong. You can find a link by going to my website, lorilinford.com slash Facebook group. Until then, stay strong, mama.